Welcome, Love friends Talk and family. Radio. I'm your host, Dawid Yako Maccabea. Y'all listening to Signs and Wonders, the broadcast that came right on time. Today's date is March 30th, 2020. We are 21 days into the new year. For those of you whom are, who are new to Signs and Wonders, this is the correct start of the new year and has been for thousands of years. That is before the conflation of the Greeks and later the Romans. The ancient Hebrews bought in the year during the month of Abib or Nisan, which falls between the month of March and April. Now, in the previous broadcast recorded on March 9th, 2020, entitled Ma'at, the Yah of Justice, I completed the three-part series speaking about the 400-year mark from 1619 to 2019 and spoke about how the European nations, if they did not give reparations to those that they enslaved, how Babylon would fall. And one year later, Babylon is falling. Now, way back in 2012, I created a document called Count the Number of the Beast. You can find this document under the research section of HebrewsWakeUp.com. Go to HebrewsWakeUp.com and click on research, and you will see in this document The date predicted, March 9th, 2020. Now, this is very interesting. Because in this document, I wrote this a long time ago now. I have in there written, uh, it says that this marks the 72-year time frame of the creation of the state of Israel. And now here we are during this time of March 9th, 2020, in this new year, the 72 years later, we're in the middle of an economic crisis and a global pandemic. Now the question is, do you think this is a coincidence? Now let's observe a few more coincidences. 11 years ago, okay, 11 years ago, we had Baxter. It admits flu products were contaminated, all right? The flu, they had like this flu product, which is a a vaccine. It contained a live bird flu virus. Now, this was back in 2009, 2009. This fear was called the H1N1. It was also called the swine flu. Okay? The swine flu wasn't really the news. The real news was, which people forgot, is that when Baxter contaminated the H1N1 influenza vaccine with H5N1, the live bird flu virus. 
Now, I, ha- I, re- I was able to pull what was said back then in the article back in 2009, and it reads, the contaminated product, a mix of H3N2 seasonal flu virus and labeled an unlabeled H5N1 virus <clears throat> was supplied to an Austrian research company. The Austrian firm of Avir Green Hills Biotechnology then sent portions of it to subcontractors in the Czech Republic, Slovenia, and Germany. The contamination incident, which is being investigated by the four European countries, came to light when, listen to this, the subcontractor in Czech Republic inoculated, I mean, inoculated ferrets with the product and they died. Ferrets shouldn't die from exposure to human H3N1 flu viruses. So what they're saying was he just tested it like he was supposed to and it died and he's wondering why did it die with the flu virus? And then they do further investigation. They found out that they placed H1N1 virus in it. I mean, H1, yeah, the H1N1 virus. This is supposed to be a vaccine. Okay. Now, this was back in 2009, also during the economic meltdown, which started in 2008. Now, if y'all were around at this time, you were aware of that at this time, aware of this, does this all feel familiar? Now, keep in mind, this was 11 years ago, 11 years ago, which is another time frame that we should keep in mind, okay? Because they like dealing with numbers. The swine flu, H1N1, started in April. The vaccine was spiked with the H3N2 three months prior in February. Look at those dates. February, we had the um, the coronavirus, which was also uh, um, brought on by the bat that they tell us in Wuhan. In February, and now here we are approaching April, and now we're during the time of this pandemic. So even the time frames are are similar. Okay. Now, eleven years ago, it was a sub subcontractor from the Czech Republic that caught them doing this in the act. However, because um they caught it, they weren't able to produce the effects that they have now. If not, we would have had the same pandemic in 2009 that we are having now in 2020. Now, this means that everything we see is not a coincidence. I personally believe Ayah held them back so that we can see. Okay. Because between that time, I was able to create Signs and Wonders broadcast, and the world has become wiser to whom the real enemy of humanity is. Within 11 years, this has been a lot of exposure, a lot of growth. Okay? That's why I believe that Ayah's hand is in this for us. Now, 
during that time. I also tried to wake up our people to who we are. Seven years ago, I did a broadcast called Willing or by Force. In this broadcast, I warned those who would listen to prepare for what we see today. Now, at this moment in time, you're in self-quarantine. And your bank account is getting smaller and smaller. Our freedom is under threat. And the global demonic deep state are working overtime to put this final peg in place. So I ask that you please open your third eye and see what is about to transpire. Listen to this broadcast with new ears. But please keep in mind. This destruction is not for you. It is the first stage of freedom from Babylon. Because you are a divine spirit being blessed by Ayah. You are being a divine spiritual being. And you are blessed by Ayah. No demonic little parasite can touch your soul. No demonic little parasite can stand in the presence of your spirit. You are the soldier of Ayah. All praise Ayah. And you are free. Now it's time to reclaim your power. And do what you were born in this peculiar time to do. Okay. Now, before I uh, begin this broadcast, I'm going to say a final prayer, a blessing. But also would like to give a shout out to my queen, the beautiful Aset. And uh, say that um, you are in my heart always. And I dedicate this to you. Now, the prayer. <clears throat> Ayah, thank you for allowing me to speak to your children as I ask that you open the minds, open the ears, open the eyes, and place love in the hearts. Thank you for your love and divine protection. All praise, Ayah. All praise, Ayah. All praise. Ayah. All right. Now, brothers and sisters, this is the uh, broadcast called Willing or by Force. Um, a little bit of background of this broadcast. I wrote it during a time when we had the Coney 2000, and um, it was 2000 and well, I think 2012. Uh, Africom was going into Africa. To, to chase down the Coney. Uh, he was like leader of the children, the child soldiers, and it was a facade at the time. And they were using this as an, as an excuse to go into the Congo because they found $27 trillion worth of resources there. And um, they had an organization at the time, and a bunch of Hebrews got together that were part of the Huanet 
and we wrote a letter to Congress and we said to them, you know, we don't want you involved in Africa. We don't want this to go to, to, we don't want AFRICOM to go inside of that country and devastate it again. And after signing that petition, shortly after that, the um, leader of that, that facade, for some reason, overdosed on a drug and stripped butt naked and was walking out in the street and it destroyed all their plans. And this is how the divine works. If you want it to end, it will end. This is not for us. This is for them. Separate ourselves from what's happening now. Understand that the reason why you are aware and seeing this is because you have work to do. Okay? All right. Uh, Let me find this uh, audio file. And let me play it. Okay. Enjoy. Africa is a jungle. Isn't that what they say? That Africans are savage. That Africans are backwards. They don't have modern conveniences over there. That's what they tell you. And then they tell you, you're too much like us white folks. What would you do? How would you live if you go back over there? And some of these old dumb, brainwashed, handkerchief-head, 20th century intellectual Negroes, first thing they tell you, first thing they tell you when you say something about, let's go back home, I haven't lost anything in Africa. No, you lost it all right here. You came over here with it. When you came over here, you had it. But you lost it. You lost your name. You lost your language. You lost your mind. You lost your culture. Don't tell me you didn't lost your mind. You came over here black-minded. Now you're white-minded. Been brainwashed. All of the color has been taken out of your heart and out of your mind. Now you're running around not satisfied unless you can talk like white folks. Unless you can walk like white folks. Unless you can eat and sleep like white folks. You are a white black man. White on the inside and black on the outside. You're not this and you're not that. Mr. In Between. <laughs> and don't nobody want you. Because you don't want yourself. Why the book says don't mess with Mr. In Between. Nobody want Mr. In Between. You're a middle man. You, they won't let you be white and you don't want to be black. You don't want to be an African and you can't be an American. So you run around here like a nut. Like a nut on the law. Sitting on the fence. You're in bad shape. Welcome brothers and sisters to another informative broadcast. I'm your host. Dawid Yaakov Maccabeus You are listening to Signs and Wonders The broadcast that came right on time Today's date is April 15th, 2012 Today's broadcast is called Willing or by force Willing or by force Now, before I get into this broadcast, I want to open uh, with a message to our Father, and then afterwards, I will explain what I mean by this title. Okay. Father Ayah, all praise your name. 
Father, I ask that you guide me today during this message. I ask you, Father, that you guide those that need to hear this message. I ask that you guide them to this broadcast, Father. I ask that you give me the knowledge to speak it, Father. I yah, all praise your name. All praise your name. Give me the strength to defeat this beast that is trying to destroy your people. Open the hearts of your people to this message, Father. And let them know that they are the dry bones as spoken of in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, Father. Let them know that they are the dry bones that would defeat this beast beast the beast that I spoke of in the destruction of God the beast that I spoke of in the destruction of God let them know their enemy guide them so they know their enemy I pray that you break the will and the strength of men that use secret societies to destroy your people. I pray that you make secret documents like the National Security Memorandum 46 null and void, Father. And most of all, Father, most of all, Father, break the power of men like Zidnu Brzezinski and Henry Kissinger, Father. Such harm in hell these men have given to this planet. Such, such harm in hell these men have, have given to your people. These men have purposely created documents. These men have perfectly manipulated and, and pulled the strings of those in power to destroy your people, Father. To kill millions on this planet how can they have so much power Father Father break the power of these men that push for the invasion of Libya they, they asked to invade Libya and killed innocent women and children they are attacking your people in Libya these same men push for the invasion of Iraq. They push for the invasion of Afghanistan. They push for the invasion of Pakistan. They push for the invasion of Africa. They're trying to kill those in Syria. They want to go to a war in Iran. When will it end, O oh Father? When will the bloodthirst end of these Demons. Break the power of these men that call for the destruction of Africa, Father. Break the power of those that created that video. Coney 2012. Break the financial back of the Invisible Children Incorporation. Break their power, Father. Do not let them push for the murder and theft of Africa. Break the power of AFRICOM. Make this demonic force financially bankrupt, Father. 
take away their ability to wage war on your people. I ask all this, Father, in the mighty name of Ayah. All praise this name. Thank you, Father, for our ancestors, Abraham and his sons, Ishmael and Isaac. Thank you, Father, for Yaakov, Moshe, and Yahshua of old, and Yahshua of righteousness. And I ask you, Father, that you guide me so I understand the true story, Father. Because we know if we have 54 demons right in the book, they can put anything in there they want. Let me repeat that, Father. Because we know if we have 54 demons right in the book, they can put anything in there they want, Father. If we have a monarchy that is demonic, Father, they can put anything in there they want, Father. Oh, Father, open up our eyes so we understand what it is that we're reading. That we understand that they are trying to manipulate our minds, Father. Open up our minds. Thank you for reminding us of our covenant and for reminding us of your mighty name, Ayah. All praise your name. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Once again, thank you for joining me today. You are listening to Signs and Wonders. I'm your host, Dawid Yaakov Maccabeus. Today's broadcast is called Willing or By Force. Okay? Now, the broadcast is called Willing or By Force because I want to emphasize the times we are approaching. Um, now, as I stated in my recent broadcast, Okay. I was speaking about how if you go back maybe for the past four or five broadcasts, I was speaking about how, you know, the Africans living in America and the Africans living in Africa have a few major points in common. Okay. We have more than a few. But I'm just going to point out a few major points that we have in common. Now, I, I advise those to listen to Rise of the Black Messiah 1, 2, and 3. And I also want to state here that I'm going to um, <clears throat> redo a lot of my broadcasts because I, I've come across information that is vital. And I'm actually going to do a lot of revisions on my broadcast because there are things that I said in the past that I need to be clear upon. And there's more information that I know now than I know then. So I ask those that downloaded the broadcast to look for ones that are revised. And I will um, I will uh, have those updated. Okay. Now... Um, here are some points that I want to emphasize. And like I was saying, <clears throat> the broadcast that I did before, 
I'm trying to move us closer and closer to our people and I need to move us closer to our people because what's what's happening is I'm realizing that there has been a deliberate separation of us and if this separation was deliberate by the demonic forces then we have to pay attention that means they know that unity is power and if we are being separated by Christianity if we are being separated by Christianity then what is Christianity okay now I ask you to please do some soul searching and researching <laughs> because it is vital that you understand this fact okay something is wrong with Christianity okay we need unity now Africa and the uh, the Africans on the continent of Africa and the Africans in America what are some major points that we have in common okay well for one we are both from Africa is that a surprise if you're from Africa and they're from Africa then both of y'all are African now let's not get all technical and say well I'm Hebrew and I'm a, a Egyptian or I'm a Moor I'm, no you're African when I come here in Sweden they say Where are you? what are you? are you I say I'm American but even though they know I'm black American but they treat me like an American because they know I'm an American okay so but that's even not but even though I'm I'm uh, American they know I'm totally separate from the Caucasian American because they say oh he's African American so they don't even identify me with America they identify me with Africa so even if we want to separate ourselves from the continent, which I don't, they put us back there anyway. Naturally. Okay? So when we speak about African, I'm talking about the blood. Okay? That root. If you want to get real, if you want to get biblical, it's from Noah. You know? That's what they tell us. All right? and then it's a Hebrew connection and that blood of the brothers the blood of the fathers the core African let me keep going we are both from Africa we are both systematically being destroyed and we need each other to survive okay we need each other to survive now for those of you that do not understand this fact you need to understand I mean you need to um, educate yourself about colonialization the African was exploited for his labor and his land during the time of colonialization 
and both are being destroyed today now when I'm when I'm speaking about the um, colonialization I go back even longer because the moment the moment that the first ships landed on the continent and took those slaves in 1452 from the decree okay the moment that happened it started alright and it has not ended to this day they are still taking the resources they are still enslaving the people and those that were enslaved then are on another continent being enslaved today I don't have to go through the details of the prison systems and and the Jim Crows and all you know the story so stop being ignorant to where you come from alright <clears throat> so we are both African people fact okay well Africa is needed though why you see Babylon is falling Babylon is falling we are now at a point where Babylon is being wiped off the face of this earth she can no longer afford her empire and Babylon needs Africa to survive when Babylon falls people are going to look for a problem when Babylon falls people are going to look for why is Babylon falling now I'm explaining willing or by force our connection with Africa and why it's vital for us to get together okay why is it vital for us to get together because Babylon is falling okay now people are looking to Africa they're looking to Africa as the last refuge unplundered totally to survive China is in Africa Europe is in Africa America is in Africa they are chopping down the rainforest like crazy that's going to be done soon they've been stealing resources in Africa for a long time they just found 24 trillion worth of resources in the Congo defining oil fields in Uganda and Kenya this is a very rich continent Babylon needs Africa so what are they doing as Babylon falls the propaganda media are saying that the problem is what the African they're saying that this is the cause.
people will come against the African and those that they to be con uh, that they consider immigrants. Okay. Now I also put the um, anybody that's an immigrant in the country, anybody that is at the lowest end of the totem pole. In California, we have the um, the, the the Mexicans. And we have the, um, you know, those that come from a, a country that's falling apart and they can't survive in that country, so they have to go to another country to, to, uh, to survive. And in California, when I lived there, the Mexicans would come in. And they blame the Mexicans for the economy. That's the, that's the propaganda out there. Now, in America, since we have been there so long and at the lowest end of the totem pole they look at us as the problem what do they call it? they call us bloodsuckers they call us welfare recipients they call us you know we are known as the tail now for those that do not know what I mean I'm going to do something to refresh your memory because <clears throat> you have to start to realize what's happening here okay we are at a point now when the wealthy need a plan to survive and we have America with the internet are starting to realize that wait hold on there is actually a secret government that is controlling this world and they're starting to find out that these Nazis, which are the Ashkenazis, has devised a plan for a long time ago to control this earth. And these same elite families are the ones that are destroying the United States and all the other European countries. Now, they know that all they have to do is point the uh, finger at the minority, the immigrant, the African, and say, that's your problem. If you want to eat, destroy them. Willing or by force. Willing or by force. Now, <clears throat> those of you that are African Americans in the United States of America and those of you that are Africans on the continent of Africa I pray that the Most High Ayah puts this audio file in your hands so you too can understand what's going on with us here in America and I pray that those of you that are in the United States of America that are African especially you Hebrews I'm very disappointed in you Hebrews because you should know this you are letting Christianity divide you still how ignorant can you be I am so disappointed in you but anyway I'm going to read something to you Hebrews and you know this okay now the tail <clears throat> why do I say that we are the tail of course, we are going to go to Deuteronomy. All right? 
Deuteronomy 28:49 will start. Of course, this is not the tale, but we're going to get there. Deuteronomy 28:49. It says, "The Most High shall bring a nation against thee from afar, okay, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand." Now you know that no other nation on this earth can qualify for this particular verse right here. Deuteronomy 28:49 speaks of an an a nation likened to an eagle. Okay, we have Rome and we have the United States that used the eagle. And the eagle can also be the, the the one that has the bird symbolized on it. This is a nations that have that that possess this power. A nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. If you if you read through scriptures, you know that the Hicksus came from the from the north. They didn't know the Egyptians that lived in Egypt. The Egyptians didn't know who these people were. They were riding chariots. They went in there with force and enslaved the people. Those Hicksus are the Amalekites. The Amalekites are the Rothschilds today. Know your history. Now I have a question about this verse. Deuteronomy 28.49 Do uh these people sound like the Africans that were, uh, you know, uh, uh, taken. It says, The Most High shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Who did this happen to? Did a nation come from afar into Africa to plunder the country and take the slaves away? Do we not match that verse? Does, does not the Africans match 2849? Deuteronomy 2841. Thou shalt begot sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. So I have a question. Did not the Africans go into captivity? Did they, take you, did they take you into captivity from the United States of America? Did they take you into captivity from, from South America? Did they take you into captivity from, from China? Or did they take you into captivity from Africa? If they took you into captivity from Africa, then you are African. Deuteronomy 28.64 And the Most High shall scatter thee amongst all people, from the one end of the earth even unto the other and there shall and there thou shalt serve other gods which thy thou nor thy fathers have known even wood and stone now the question do the africans and uh african americans do the africans in africa and the Africans in America, do they both worship stones, uh, crosses, and idols? Okay, was not Christianity used to overtake the continent of Africa? If you listen to Stokely Carmichael, what does he say? Stokely, Stokely Carmichael says, <coughs> They came into Africa and they gave us religion, but not without a price. The price that they they uh, insisted on 
was our land, our culture, our names. He's saying that they came in, they gave us religion, and then they said, oh, that religion will cost you your land, thank you, and your freedom. And they brought us to the new world to build it for them for 400 years. So the question is, and the Most High shall scatter thee amongst all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other, and there thou shalt serve other gods which, they, which uh, neither thy nor thy father have known, even wood or stone. Does this sound familiar? Are you into Christianity now? Do you wear a cross? Do you know where the cross comes from? Oh, are they bowing down to Mary? What about, oh, oh, is this an idol? I wonder. Thou shalt not bow down to any, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. Are you making a graven image? You see what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty straightforward. But yet, you do this. And where are the people? They are in China. They are in Europe. They are in America. They are in South America. They are in Africa. Southern Africa, West Africa, East Africa, North Africa, scattered on the four corners of the earth. Are the Africans scattered on the four corners of the earth? Come on now. Let's get with it. Deuteronomy 28.50 A nation of fierce countenance which shall not regard the person of old nor show favor to the young. Now I have a question. How many hands were chopped off in the Congo during the Belgium rule of Rhodesia? Five to ten million hands of men, women, and children were chopped off in Africa. And also, how many old people or children were thrown on the slave ships and transported to South America, the Caribbean, North America, Europe, and Africa, India. Do not favor the young or the old. How many of those people that were transported were thrown off the ship? How many died? If they saw a little child, they took them. They saw a woman, they took him. Took her. They saw an old man, they took him, and if he didn't survive, they threw him off the boat. Did this happen for 400 years? By the tens to hundreds of millions of people? A nation of fear countenance which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. Now who is this? Africa. Okay? This is Africa. We have to wake up to this fact. Deuteronomy twenty-eight sixty-six. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night and shall have no assurance of thy life. Now here's the question. For the past 400 years in Africa and in America, has there been peace 
for the African. Hmm? Now, we have all been listening to the uh, Trayvon Martin case. Regardless on the propaganda that's being pushed out there by the uh, powers that be, we still can use this case as an example. Trayvon Martin was a 17-year-old boy who just turned 17 three weeks prior. He was so scared that he put the um, hoodie up over his head as he was speaking to his girlfriend on the phone. She told him, run. He said, no, I'm not going to run, but this strange man is following me. And Trayvon Martin was shot and killed. These are facts. Now, if someone is approaching you with a gun, are you um, scared? Do you fear for your life? Okay? Trayvon Martin is just one example of the millions of young African males and females that die in the United States of America. Coney 2012 Lord Resistance Army children being snatched from their villages in Uganda. This is Africa. Do you think they feared day and night for their life? Guyana, Congo, South Africa, Kenya, Mali, Nigeria, every single continent there is hell for men, women, and children fearing for their life in the United States, Detroit. Chicago, Philadelphia, L.A., Bloods, Crips, gang violence, drug violence, crackhead, robbers, thieves, racist white folks, lynching, Jim Crow, hoses, racist police, guns. Africa, African-America, Amer same thing, and thy, and it says, and they, and thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have no assurance of thy life. Seems like a parallel to me. Seems like they are going through hell in Africa, every damn continent, I mean every damn country on the continent, and in the United States. Let's not forget about England. You see those riots in England? See that brother get on, on TV talking about, look, they are talking, they, they, they calling us, still calling us the N-word in, in England. Are we, are we not in England also? I guess... I guess uh, English shouldn't even be a part of this because we never talk about England. There was slavery there too. 
are they do we consider the ones that were in England Africa are they Englishmen they don't consider them Englishmen in uh, in Britain <laughs> we need to wake up okay no we are not feeling assured of our life okay yes we do fear day and night here in Sweden they had a guy in my neighborhood that was shooting immigrants in my neighborhood Sweden they don't even have guns in this country but yet some crazy white guy white wing racist was shooting immigrants in my neighborhood okay this isn't Africa this is Sweden but black people are here as well see we gotta look at this as a global a global issue four corners of the earth means four corners of the earth not four corners of the United States of America see this is the problem Americans don't even know that there's other countries outside of the continent and I think this is the issue and because the average American has no clue then of course the average black American has no clue you saw when Miss America went up there she was like um they can't read and they don't have maps and such things like that in uh, South Africa and if they could um ding bat but she made it to Miss America with her knowledge and you know she had a better education than we did and she's messing up so I guess that's why y'all don't understand that Africa is actually part of the globe I mean I hate to speak down on you but come on now it's time for us to come together willingly or by force Deuteronomy 2865 and among these nations shall thou find no ease neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest but the Most High shall give thee there a trembling heart and falling of eyes and failing of eyes and sorrow of mind now I have a question what nation in Africa is at ease name me a nation in Africa that is at ease the only nation that was at ease in Africa was Libya and it was at ease because Colonel Gaddafi Muammar Gaddafi went in there and within the 42 years he said I will not house my own father and mother until every Libyan is housed Gaddafi said I apologize for the slave trade as an Arab I am sorry we do not want to have any discrimination in our country everybody gets health care everybody gets educated I want to help Africa I want to take a dam from the top of Africa not a dam I want to bring a, a, a um, uh, I want to bring the water from the top of Africa down through Libya and I want to bring farming back into the desert I want to make sure that we make Africa uh, plush we want to make sure that it can be watered and people can eat and survive 
and I want to make a United States of Africa so everybody can eat. And we should kick out the European so we can survive here on this continent and not have to worry about Europe coming to here and destroying us. See, Libya was the only country that was at ease. And what happened? NATO went in there, bombed the hell out of it. And now they got lynching once again in Africa. So, no country in Africa is at ease. No country in Africa is at ease. Not even South Africa is at ease. They're still living like hell. And the elite still own all of the wealth. The European elite. The uh, Jewish elite. The Jewish elite. A.K.A. Nazis. Now, what African American community is at ease? Are they at ease in Detroit? Or they are they at ease in Washington D.C.? How about uh, New Orleans when they were starving to death, getting shot at by the police? In L.A., are they at, at ease in L.A.? Are they at ease in Oakland? Boy getting shot in the back by a transit cop? Huh? Are they at ease? Even Huey Newton getting shot up by some crackhead. Some gang guy. Killing the Black Panther Party, man. K -k killing Huey Newton. Leader of the Black Panther Party. We are not at ease in America. Where can we go in America where we find ease? Have you heard of the uh, Tulsa riots in 1929? The Black Wall Street? When we tried to get some peace back in 1929 when Jim Crow made us come together. And what did we do? When we came together in Tulsa, they came there and they rioted and destroyed everything. Okay? So there's another parallel there. The same hell we have in the United States is the same hell we have in Africa. Okay? Deuteronomy 2844 He shall lend to thee and thou shall not lend to him He shall be the head and thou shall be the tail Okay Thou shall be the tail Just like I mentioned earlier The tail So You see So you see People will look at the African as the cause of the fall of Babylon. People will come against the African and those that they consider to be the immigrants, the blood suckers, the welfare recipients, which are the tail in every European society. Okay? We are the tail in every European society. I came here to Sweden to think I was going to come up, and actually I did. I did. I did come up to a point where I got an education. But even though I go for those jobs, they still say, I didn't know he was a black American. 
Because <laughs> they're like, oh, this is nice. I get an interview. But as soon as they see me, they're like, oh, he's actually African. Hello. See, this is a psychology here. This is propaganda that has permeated throughout all of Europe, all of America, all of Africa, all over the earth. There's no escape from this. America is not an island. This is global. You better join forces with Africa, willingly or by force. Okay? Because soon, the African on the continent of America and in Africa will have to fight to survive. So it is vital that we come together while we can. We need to support one another while we can. We need to protect one another while we can. Because Babylon is falling. And when Babylon falls, there will be no place to run. So, we will come together willingly or by force. Now, this is why I ask those that understand this fact to sign the petition. Because what am I trying to do with this petition? I'm trying to get us to understand that we don't have to fall with Babylon. We don't have to be a part of Babylon's plagues. The Most High is breaking Babylon for our sake. He's saying, I hear your cries. I see what's happening to you. And I am taking care of it right now. But if you want to save yourself, get together. Build a community and just sit back, grab some popcorn, and let me do my work. But many of y'all think you are American. Many of y'all think that you are a part of Babylon. When Babylon became Babylon off of your blood, sweat, and tears. And you are so confused that you don't even know your brother needs your help and you have the power to help him but yet you say I ain't no African you are a damn fool damn fool willing or by force oh one day you're gonna sit back and you're gonna listen to this audio file my words are gonna permeate in your mind you're going to bounce around in your head and you're going to say, I wish I would listen to that brother while I had the chance. And we're sitting up there all alone with your bag of rice and your last sip of water. Some crazy ass, racist ass Caucasian people knocking on your door ready to lynch you because you are a cause of the fall of Babylon. Alone. But if you would have just got together in a community and asked the Most High to protect you and just waited for Babylon to burn down so you can rise up and fix what was left. Instead, you got to, got to be um, burnt up with Babylon. 
Now I'm warning you. I'm trying to tell you. You better think this is like when Noah was uh, trying to talk to those during the time of, of building the ark. Get on the ark because the flood is coming. Think of this that time. You got to think of it like um, uh, uh, when they were warning Lot to get up on out of, out of Sodom and Gomorrah because it's going to burn. This ain't no different than that. I'm sitting here trying to warn you. I'm like, look, Babylon's going to fall. The writings are on the wall. But if you want to get out, you better join forces with your brothers and sisters, those like-minded ones. You better do something that is going to help somebody. And now we have an opportunity. We can sign a petition. Africa, get the hell up on out of Africa, because we're coming there. You know what I'm saying? You destroyed everything else, but you didn't destroy Africa. It may be all crazed out. But all we need to do is talk to our people, tell them who they are, calm it down, take it over, and kick them the hell up on out of our land. There's beautiful water in Africa. There's beautiful air in Africa. There's beautiful soil in Africa. We got everything in Africa. We got the cool weather. We got the hot weather. We got the east coast, the west coast. There's lakes. There's so much beautiful things in Africa that we can survive, blows America, Europe away tenfold. But yet they told us it ain't nothing but jungles and crazy, savage people. And you believed them. While they go over there and live in paradise. Okay? So, um, let me just say this. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to play an audio file, and then I'm going to come back, but before I play this audio file, I want people to realize that <clears throat> I do this out of love, okay, I do this out of love, when I see people hurting, I have to help them. I said this last week, but I want to I wanna reinforce this. When I saw them hurting the people in, um, Palestine, in, in the Palestine, in, this, in that father guarding his child as he was being shot, it really touched me. I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't even have uh, kids then. And I said, man, can you imagine if that was my son and I was trying to protect him and they shot him like that? I was like, man. And by and then by then I was a brainwashed Christian and American. I didn't you know, I, I didn't know who I was. You know, I thought I knew, but I didn't know a damn thing. Okay. But when I seen that, it touched me. And I went out there and I was marching on the streets trying to make sure that the United States didn't bomb Afghanistan I mean uh Iraq because I was like, look, they didn't Dude, we don't know who did the World Trade. I still don't even know that America did the World Trade Center. But in my spirit, I knew that it was wrong that they were out here trying to do this. And then when I saw the depleted uranium and the kids getting burnt up and blew up, it just, I was like, I was outraged. Okay? So I've always had it in my heart to help people that were down. Someone that needs food, I, I try to give it to them. I give a shirt off my back for people. I will. If you don't, y'all don't know, I, look. These broadcasts, I pay for it. 
okay? I don't even have the money to pay for it. And I don't even want to ask you to help me pay for it because it's my gift to you because I love you. I don't want nothing for this. All I want is for you to know who you are and for you to spread love in this world because there's not enough in this world. That's why I do this. Now, when I see my people suffering in Africa, when I realize that, wait a minute, these are my people, I'm even more wanting to help them. Because I'm African. I'm not confused on who I am and where I come from. Not one bit am I confused who I am and where I come from. I'm extremely proud of that. Do you know how happy I was when I was like, wow, this is where I'm from. That's a beautiful continent. We got Egypt. Do you understand the empires? The Mali Empire. I mean, goodness gracious. If you understand, the king of Mali was the richest man ever known, even to this day. He was worth trillions. And he was just as generous as they can be. They went in there and robbed that man of all his gold and his people. Us. That's why they were like, the decree, they wanted to get that gold. Evil ass Europeans went up in there and destroyed our country. We are from a great people. How can you deny that? Now, let's think about this. When we talk about Egypt and we talk about Israel, they try to separate Israel from Africa. We know damn well Israel is part of Africa. But people say, no, it's right here. Now, here, here, think about this. Let's think about Alaska. When you go to Alaska, they say Alaska is America, even though between Alaska and America is Canada. Right? You got a whole continent between Alaska and the continent of the whole landmass of the United States of America. But yet, they consider that America even though it has a continent between them. There is no continent between um, Israel and uh, Egypt. You can just walk over there. It's closer to Africa than Alaska is to America. But yet they don't want to claim, <laughs> try to say, Israel is not in Africa. Now that's foolish because we are looking at the lines that were drawn by the European to define what is and what is not Africa. Now, now if you claim to be a Hebrew and your heritage is in Israel, then you're African. Okay? We really have to understand how ignorant we have been made to be. We have to understand how ignorant we have been made to be. Okay? Now, like I said before, I'm going to play the, uh, an audio file back, uh, Blacks in Africa.
and then after I, I um, play this, we're going to um, uh, conclude. Uh, actually, continue with uh, another part of this uh, this broadcast um, because I'm going to speak about the National Security Council Memorandum 46 and how important it is. Okay, and uh, one more point I want to make: when we um, when we found out that we were Hebrews of the Sidiakob, um, or we found out we were Israelites, and I try to tell people about that name, but no one wants to listen, but you will find out. But when we find out when we were Hebrew, uh, Israelites, that was a revolutionary thought. Okay, It was revolutionary to think this way now. Because now we are saying we do not believe in what the Christian doctrine has told us. We do not believe in what the uh, European establishment has told us. The white Anglo-Saxon racist establishment has told us who we are. We are now defining ourselves. This is a revolutionary thought. That is a revolutionary mind. But we fell short. Because we do not have revolutionary action. And revolutionary action is to continue using that revolutionary thought with revolutionary work. And what do we do? What do I mean by that? Well, you have to say, okay, I am willing to empty my glass completely and put a new glass there and fill my glass up with new knowledge because the old knowledge was tainted. That means I have to start from scratch. I cannot hold on to those old conceptions, those old concepts. I have to take this Bible now and look at it differently because they lied to me about my name. They lied to me about my culture. They lied to me about my heritage. They stole all of those and made me what they wanted me to be in order to enslave me and my people for hundreds of years. So why, can, why should I use those same books, those same books that they have destroyed me with to define myself? You see, that revolutionary mind did not do anything revolutionary. A revolutionary action is to take those books and to reread them again with that revolutionary mind. I'm not saying throw it out. I'm saying if you want to gain your knowledge, you're going to have to start looking at other places also that will help you with your knowledge. You look in the Pseudepigrapha. You look in the Holy Quran. You look in the books of Josephus, even though you should keep one eye open on that. You look into the Septuagint. You read the book of Enoch. Keep one eye open on that. Look into the Apocrypha. Keep one eye open on that. Try to seek out the Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay? Look into the, the, the books of the occult. I'm not saying become an occultist, but look into there to find the knowledge that they have hidden from you. You should be strong enough now with your revolutionary mind that you're not going to be taken over. Seek out, find, dig, research, do it with your whole heart and ask the Most High to guide you. Seek out His name. 
Stop saying Yahweh ignorantly. If you do the research on Yahweh and you come up with that, that is the name, then by all means use it. But I know you didn't do the research if you keep using Yahweh. Because you don't even understand the last two words that E-H is not A-H. E-H is not A-H. E-H is not A-H. E-H is not A-H. Yah, I yah, yah, not L. L is Baal. L is Baal. L is Baal. Baal is Set. Set is demonic. Demonic is Moloch. Moloch is L. Yahweh is Baal. Wake your dumb ass up and do some research. You are looking quite foolish. Quite foolish. Alright, I hope I didn't say too much. But I'm pretty sure I said what was needed to be said. All praise Aya, all praise His name. Alright y'all, I'm going to play this audio file and I'll be right back. In our own land, we can establish our own agricultural system. We can farm. We can grow food to feed our own people. We can raise cattle. We can use the hide, the leather, the wool to make clothing for our own people. We can dig the clay from the earth and bake it into bricks and build houses and homes for our people. We can chop down trees and turn it into lumber and build furniture to furnish homes for our people. When I was in Africa, I saw Africans making their own furniture. I mean modern furniture, up-to-date furniture, sharp furniture. They're over there making their own, you over here begging Goldberg for his. A dollar is down and a dollar when I catch you. And Goldberg always catches you. If Goldberg can't catch you, Goldstein will catch you. And if Goldstein don't catch you, Greenberg will catch you. A dollar down and a dollar later, and later is always now. When we have our own land, we can dig the natural resources from the earth. Land is the basis of all economic security. Land is essential to freedom, justice, and equality. Land is essential to true independence. Africans aren't asking for integration. They're asking for land. In Kenya, they told the white man to get out. Uganda, they told the white man to get out. Tanganyika, they told the white man to get out. In Guinea, they told the white man to get out. In Egypt, they told the white man to get out. In Morocco and Algeria, they told the white man to get out. In the Congo, the Mumba told the white man to get out. Southern Rhodesia, they're telling the white man to get out. In Northern Rhodesia, they're telling the white man to get out. In Angola, they're telling the white man to get out. In Southwest Africa, they're telling the white man to get out. In Mozambique, they're telling the white man to get out. And in South Africa, they're telling the white man to get out. And he says he's not going. 
but he got another thought coming. He's going. He'll either walk out or swim out in his own blood. He'll walk out of his own volition or he'll swim out in his own blood. Because the black man has awakened and the black man has united. And where there's unity, there's strength. You don't need any guns. You just need some unity and a blade when it gets dark. You don't need any jets. You don't need any atomic bombs. You don't need any battleships. All you need is darkness. You need nightfall. That's how Jesus said he was coming. Without observation. He gonna sneak up on you. So be like Jesus. Sneak up on them. Wait till it gets dark. Wait till they can't see you. So they don't recognize you. And won't know you. And then introduce yourself to them. <laughs> but always be fair with them. Do unto them as they did unto you. That's fair. That's justice. That's equality. That's how you equalize the situation. I know they don't want to hear me tell you that. But I'm telling you the truth. When a white man drafts you into his army and trains you how to fight his enemy. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Fight an enemy. I don't blame him for doing that. But you also supposed to know how to fight your enemy. And you fight your enemy just like he fights his enemy. You don't spare no blows. You don't spare no quarter. He doesn't spare any quarter. He's not merciful. He dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. He did 80-something thousand people died just like that. He didn't care. Women and children, he didn't care. They were his enemy. No prayer, no mercy, no nothing. He just wiped them out. You can learn a lot from the white man. Put it on him. Put it on him. Put it on him.